Ambassador Williams agreed to undertake the chairmanship of the Commission on Minorities only after he was assured total cooperation from the Office of Court Administration, but OCA was less than cooperative. One of the original members, Justice Sam Green of Buffalo, reveals the OCA stonewalling and how it came to an end. I'm John Carr, and what you're about to hear is a small portion of an oral history interview with Justice Green. I received the call from uh, Judge Watler. Uh, Judge uh, Watler and I, I had met him a couple of times, but then we became friends. I <clears throat> ran into him over in Europe, in, uh, in London, in fact, uh, where they had a joint American Bar Association and London Bar Association that year. And uh, him and I uh, spent some time together uh, talking, and, you know, we had some hours together because we were had some leisurely time and got to know each other a little bit. So then I received a call from him uh, telling me that he was planning on setting up a commission to study the treatment of minorities in the courts. And he wanted to know if I would uh, be interested in serving on it. And I was hesitant about it and told him I wasn't really interested in, you know, one of these feel-good type committees or commissions. But if they were really concerned about doing something, I certainly would be interested. He assured me that it was going to be a serious commission. And he told me at that time that he had, he says, in fact, the person that I've chosen that would head this up is a very outstanding gentleman by the name of Franklin Williams. Have you ever heard of him? I said, no, I have not. And he gave me some of his background about he had been the former ambassador to Ghana and, uh, and told me, you know, other things. And uh, he says, you'll get a chance to meet, but I'm sure you'll be impressed. And uh, so, you know, we had this meeting in New York City. I met Franklin Williams, and uh, was very, I was very, very impressed. What impressed you about uh, Franklin Williams? Well, I can really say at the time I met Franklin Williams, he was the most impressive black man I had ever met or had ever had any dealings with. And, you know, I had met quite a few. And there was just something about the guy. He had class, uh, style, uh, very, very, very bright, intelligent, and down to earth at the same time. So he, he, he seemed to have, you know, just had it all. So the commission gets underway, and then how, how, did, how did it get started? What, what were your initial um, goals or thoughts? Well, first, maybe I, what I should say, uh, what was I was even more impressed with when talking to uh, Judge Watler is that when he told me that uh, the only re way uh, that Frank, he was able to get, or Franklin Williams to uh, head up the commission was that Franklin Williams would raise the money himself and, and that it would not be paid for through OCA because he, he would only do it, you know, were it a completely uh, independent group that was not going to be uh, overseen by OCA or dictated to by OCA where they would control the purse strings and could pull the money back whenever and things. So he had agreed himself to raise a million dollars 
to uh, support this commission. And that, that in and of itself was very impressive in those days. Uh, and uh, he did do that. He did raise the money himself from philanthropic organizations and groups. But that was the kind of power that he had. So he, he was very insistent that this, this commission be independent. Oh, he, that was the only way he would accept, you know, the, the position, is that it was independent and that he would do, raise the money for the funding. Okay. So then you get started, and give us a little bit of the, uh, the history there. Uh, so you, you get started, you probably have an organizational meeting or something, and then where did it go? Yes, uh, they you know he they chose a number of people, mostly uh, judges in uh, you know there were judges in New York City. Uh, I think we had one from Rochester. Um, there were a number of, of people that were not judges, uh, also on the commission. Uh, but what what happened is the uh, uh, Franklin Williams had chosen the executive director to run the commission. And that was the key. And uh, that was Edna Handy, I believe it was. And she was just terrific. I mean, she, once uh, she, you know, she knew what the uh, goals of the commission were, and she was able to put together her staff. And she really worked more closely with Franklin Williams. He would come to the meetings and he would give an overview or things like this. But she really carried the, uh, the organization. And uh, we got started, you know, with uh, the uh, uh, promise from Judge Watler that we were going to get co total cooperation, you know, from the court system, OCA. And that... Uh, he wanted a, uh, a, a a thorough investigation himself. In fact, I can remember uh, Judge Wartler when he first spoke to us as, at our first meeting saying uh, to someone, I, I, you know, can you imagine walking into a courtroom and there's no one else in that courtroom that looks like you and you're being charged with a crime? How do you feel? What type of justice do you think that you're going to get? Uh, you know, that was very, you know, I thought powerful for him to have made that strong statement when he set this program up. And he said that <clears throat> he also had taken some criticism from others to say, you know, you're opening up a wound here. What are you going to do with it? And so I give Judge Wattler a lot of credit for what he did. He He had the you know, he, he was dedicated, and he backed us up 100%. It sounds like he was very sincere about this. What, what got Wachler interested in this? Did, did somebody come to him, or the groups, or anything like that? Or, or was it his own observations, do you know? No, what got Judge Wattler inter interested in this, there was a group of uh, black judges in New York City. Uh, some of them were Supreme Court judges, you know, some were criminal court judges, civil court judges. I guess they had a, an association or group there. And they were concerned about some of the treatments that even the judges were getting, not only, you know, the fact that they were not seeing enough 
uh, minorities hired and things of this sort. And they evidently approached uh, Judge Watler, uh, either through, I don't know if it was written or if they personally approached him. But evidently, that started him to thinking, and that's what he then, that's when he decided then maybe he needed to do something, and this commission came about. And as I said, that's when uh, those uh, around him were saying, are you sure you want to do this? And he says, yes, I'm you know, going to do it. And he promised us also that they would fully cooperate and that he was going to accept our recommendations and make sure that they, you know, go into place. So uh, he he was dedicated and sincere along. So we, we were really fortunate to have Judge Watler, Judge Williams, and then uh, 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 Edna Handy. They they were just three, you know, quality people, sincere, wanting to see something done, and that was the genesis of it. Then I think he went on kind of a, a fact-finding tour and, and held a whole lot of hearings all over the state. And my understanding is you got an earful. Is, is that accurate? Oh, oh yes. We, we, we held hearings, you know, all over. Uh, people came, you know, and told us what the problems were. But, you know, we, we mostly knew what they were anyway, you know. The question is, and how do we fix it? How do we do something about it? So after, you know, we gathered all, all the information, uh, it wasn't easy getting information because the uh, head of the court, uh, uh, the, the administrative judge, uh, head of OCA, wasn't fully cooperative. Uh, Crossan, I guess, is, he was, yeah, he didn't really, we would ask and seek uh, information, and uh, he would stonewall us and wouldn't give us this statistics and the things that we needed. So what they would usually do is when we would set up a meeting with them at OCA, they wanted to make sure that I would be there because some of the regular judges were a little nervous. You know, they were, they had, OCA had direct control over them. My being on the appellate court, they didn't have that kind of control over me. You know, we had our own ballywick that we ran. So I could, you know, speak my mind and <laughs> let them know what. So I had many a uh, run-in with Crossan to, in fact, uh, let him know that he didn't work for IBM, that he worked for the state of New York. So we had some pretty heated discussions. <clears throat> That's when Jonathan Lippman came in. Then Jonathan was the fourth important person here because he uh, saw what was going on and some of us were threatening to quit this commission uh, because of the stonewalling OCA was doing. And uh, Jonathan stepped in and says, I can, I'll get that for you. I'll get the information. So Jonathan kind of took it on himself. He, he was the deputy uh, administrator. And from that time on, uh, the information started to flow and we were able to go ahead and then eventually, you know, put together our final report. Why do you think Crossan was stonewalling? I mean, his boss Walker wanted him to do this, and he was—he was an impediment. 
Well, the, the reasons that Crossan was stonewalling is none of us could understand because I even said to him that either, you know, Judge Watler is telling us one thing and telling you something else or, you know, something's going on here because, you know, I'm at the point where I'm willing to tell Judge Watler he can take this permission and stick it. So because he he tells us we, we're supposed to be able to get this information, and here you are the one that's supposed to be giving it to us, and you're stonewalling. So it was a problem with him, but it, it, it was more or less, I think, his personality, the idea that he didn't want someone, you know, looking over his shoulders or something to that effect. Because, as I said, Jonathan, his deputy, who actually, you know, really kind of took over and started to cooperate with us, was able to get us all the information we needed. We weren't asking for anything that's confidential or anything like that. This is public records, you know. So, uh, but it, it was really Crossland's personality, I think.